Time now for All Business, sponsored by Waterstone Bank, our weekly segment where we check in with a local business and learn much more about its nature and its mission. We're welcome to the program, Dr. David Borst from the Family Business Legacy Institute. All business means we cover all business. Today on Waterstone Bank's All Business Show, we explore a not-for-profit consortium. Welcome to the show, Andy Locke of the Lutheran High School Association of Greater Milwaukee. Welcome, Andy. Hello, Dr. Dave. Good to be back. You bet. LHSA covers three schools. Can you tell our audience about your reach? Sure. Three schools. Uh, we draw students from as far north as Mequon, as far west as beyond uh, Oconomowoc, and as far south as Racine, and as uh, far east as Lake Michigan. And the schools that are involved in that consortium? We have three schools. Uh, we have a, uh, an urban school in Milwaukee. has about 800 students, Milwaukee Lutheran High School. We have a suburban school out in Lake Country in Heartland called Lake Country Lutheran. It has about 375 students. And a third school on the south side near Southridge, Martin Luther, has about 550 students, a very diverse school. Well, you kind of answered the question because my next question was, I know that each of these schools has a slightly different student population, and, and you've kind of gone into the demographics. Is there anything else that distinguishes the schools one from, from the next? Yeah, well, just as an association, too, we have that makes over 1,700 students, but uh, the makeup of those students, we serve, we serve all kinds of kids. Over 1,000 of those students are on our voucher students in uh, Milwaukee Choice and Wisconsin Choice programs, but we also have about 60 international students representing five countries and just uh, kids coming from all over who want a, a private Christian education. As a fundraiser or a friendraiser, as I know you, you prefer to call yourself, <laughs> do you raise money for the consortium of schools or individual schools, or both? Yeah, good question. Uh, Every I, question I ask. Well, Andy, your your last one wasn't question. as good, but that's a really oh, good all one. All right, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> so, it. I'd, I would say this. Uh, I've been a fundraiser for almost 13 years now, and I came over to the high school association 18 months ago. And I probably wouldn't have done that just for an individual high school, but the idea of serving more kids in more locations from more backgrounds, uh, the association was very appealing to me. I thought it was a, a, a better way of doing business uh, and providing services that support those schools. At the current time, charities are falling under a huge amount of scrutiny for administrative costs, etc. Uh, this strikes me as a very financially responsible way of uh, raising money, uh, given the fact that there's less overhead for any one specific school. You spread the overhead costs over three schools. Is, is that really it's, why you've come to the consortium idea. yeah it it really does it's a good business model for for three schools probably even more schools not 50 but uh you know we had most schools wouldn't have four cpas on staff uh, we do all the billing we do all the receivables we do all of the admission all the financial assistance all the choice uh, voucher program paperwork we're able to do that and have people who are very good at it do that so you can take that off the off the plate of the administrators at the high schools. Now they can do what they're good at and, and just uh, work with their faculty and provide services to the kids, provide a good education. Before we went uh, live on the, on the radio here, uh, we were talking a little bit about the new tax law, which was recently passed. And, and I understand that many charitable organizations are, are going to be concerned or are concerned about the pressure that this is going to place upon them, given the fact that there are going to be potentially less charitable deductions in a, in a specific year. Are you at all concerned about this within your consortium? I'm, I'm always concerned about things that, yeah, I imagine, right? <laughs> that affect fundraising, but I, uh, 
I've been at this quite a while. And before that, I was in financial services. So I've seen a lot of changes over time. And, and what really has attracted me to this profession is the charitable heart. And that's something that you that doesn't change uh, along with the tax laws. And so my job is to build long-term relationships with good people that have charitable hearts. And uh, I've, you know I've been at it long enough to see a lot of changes in estate planning uh, taxation. And so you know you find their charitable heart. They have good advisors. They're smart people. If they want to give, we're going to find a way for them to do that. And my job is to encourage that, and, and actually in a lot of cases just help them. And allow it to happen. Well, you know, Doctor Dave is all about full disclosure. Uh, I do work work uh, now that I'm retired, uh, part time teaching at Milwaukee Lutheran. Uh, but Andy, one highlight of the consortium uh, is something at Milwaukee Lutheran called the Free Enterprise Academy. Can you tell us a little bit about it in the limited time we have? Yeah, uh, this is this is going at the heart of changing the the city of Milwaukee. So we have eight, over 800 kids at Milwaukee Lutheran. Uh, many of them are not familiar with the American dream. They have not seen it in their families uh, and their family history. And so we have a free enterprise academy. We've embedded it in the, the uh, curriculum to all classes, all eight semesters for all kids. But what it is, is it's teaching American exceptionalism, that in America you can start poor, but you do not have to finish poor. With, with the sweat of your brow and with hard work, you can actually finish rich. And so we're teaching free enterprise, free markets, capitalism, American exceptionalism, uh, conservative economics, uh, these kids, and personal finance. And so these kids will, will leave Milwaukee Lutheran understanding that, that their current situation doesn't have to be where they finished. And I'm, I'm very, I mean, it's one of the, my, my passions and projects I, I can and, tell. And you projects I do. Well, unfortunately, we can't talk about your passion right here on the radio, <laughs> but we can talk about if I've got a couple of bucks burning a hole in my pocket, how do I reach out to you? Go to weteachtruth.org. That's our association website, and there's a giving page there. Uh, you can find my, my name and my contact information uh, again, I'm Andy Locke. I'm a really nice guy for a fundraiser. That's all the time we have for today. All right. Andy Locke, thanks so much, Lutheran High School Association. Thanks for having me, thanks Dr. Dave. Thanks for being on Waterstone Banks All Business today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. This has been All Business with Dr. Dave with the Family Business Leadership Partners. Our show each week explores the gamut of businesses in our area, from large to small, from profit to not-for-profit. Join us each week, won't you, at 620 a.m. on 620 WTMJ. Until next time, remember... God bless. All right, that was All Business with our friend Dr. David Boyce to the Family Business Legacy Institute. And we encourage you, as always, to tune in again next week as we welcome in another local business.